In every city all over the world, there are people who engage in animal cruelty. Animals feel pain and fear just as we do. It's easy to ignore the suffering of others when we ourselves do not need to endure it. The following interviews with Mike Flynn, Thomas Fox and Duncan Fox will explore what animal cruelty is and how it can be avoided. It's well governed by legislation in Scotland. We've got the Animal Health and Welfare Scotland Act 2006, which gives me and my inspectors the power to get warrants, do everything apart from arrest people, get them to court and hopefully get them dealt with through the proper channels. I've heard that most pets in pet stores have likely been subject to abuse before they even got there. Puppies are usually kept in small cages in puppy mills, and animals like snakes and exotic birds have been smuggled into the country to sell. I also know that it's more li likely for a person to buy a pet, and once the novelty of having the pet wears off, they get bored and forget to feed them or give them attention. Some people even abandon their animals as they are too much work. Animal cruelty is something that happens all over the country, every day. Some people enjoy being cruel to animals, and some people can do it without realising. Maybe they would forget to feed their cat one day, or are too busy to take their dog out for a walk. Serious cases are when people have a problem and actually enjoy hurting innocent animals. I think it's important that people are taught to treat animals with the kindness and respect from a young age. If a child is taught that an animal is a living thing that has the ability to feel pain, joy and sadness, they will understand this forever and think twice about hurting them. I also think that it's important to support a local shelter. This way, there is somewhere to call if you witness anything and these people will know what to do to stop it. Last year, we rehomed four and a half thousand animals. We've got a destruction of not killing any healthy animal. And by healthy, we mean physically healthy, but also mentally and temperamentally sound. We would never home a dog that we know would attack somebody because a child's life or a child's face could be less. But that equates to something like one and a half percent of all the animals that come into us being destroyed, mainly on veterinary advice that they're too old or too infirm, too ill, because of the state they were in by the time they got to us. So we spend a huge amount of money that's donated to us by the public getting the veterinary treatment, getting these cases through court, rescuing animals. It's not only cruelty cases we deal with, we deal with every kind of animal. We're the kind of frontline in animal policing. The SSPCA does a lot of work to rescue animals from cruelty and abuse. They will go to great lengths to ensure that every animal is safe, healthy and happy. Every inspector will have witnessed forms of cruelty but will make sure that something is done to stop it. Scotland has got the unenviable history of having the biggest ever what we call a capture of a dog fight in Europe and that goes back to 1991 on a Sunday morning where 32 people were caught and arrested at an organised dog fight. There had already been one fight as evidence we found out but we actually stopped the second fight in progress. Something like 16 pit bulls were taken out on that occasion and 14 of them were put down because of the injuries that they had. So that's a memorable one but We've got a dog here at the moment which is basically being used to train pit bull terriers in dog fighting and when she came in she had the most horrendous injuries you can imagine the whole top of her skull cap had been removed, both ears removed including the canal, canals going down into the ear so they've all been surgically fixed 
We thought she was going to lose an eye, but we've managed to save that one. She's a lovely dog, a human. She hates other dogs because of the suffering she's gone through. So no, every inspector would be able to tell you memorable stories, whether they be funny in some ways, whether they be really sad, whether they be happy. I think that it's completely unnecessary and wrong. If somebody cannot look after an animal, they shouldn't take up the responsibility. As for people who purposefully hurt them, they should not be allowed anywhere near them. An animal is helpless and depends fully on their owner. These people are supposed to take care of them and make sure they have everything they need to live a happy life. A pet, no matter what size or kind, is as big a responsibility as having a child. And people should be more careful when they decide to take this on. It's an indication to all society. There's lots of evidence that, that does show that violence towards animals can lead to violence towards human beings. If you take the American model, the American Humane Society worked for 16 years with the FBI and they highlighted in the history of the United States, every serial killer in their whole history has started off by abusing animals. And that's all your Jeffrey Dahmers and stuff. So that, that's a well-known link. Okay, that's a very extreme where they turn into murdering people. But even ourselves, the Dumbledore Massacre, he was well known to shoot pigeons, not to kill them, but just to injure them. The children that were involved in the Bulger case had tried to set fire to a pet shop the day before the child went missing. So there is lots of links there. Having a pet is a bigger commitment than most people first realised. Sometimes people can be cruel to animals unintentionally, but in most cases, this can be avoided. There should be more thorough checks in place for when people are buying pets. It should be made sure that they have the right lifestyle to keep an animal happy, and they should be trusted to take care of them and make them feel safe. I also think that if anyone ever thinks they are observing forms of cruelty, they should report it immediately. We never home any animal, doesn't matter how it comes in, in the first seven days um, because we want to make sure the vet's seen it and the vet's happy with it. We want the staff to be able to assess its temperament and that it's safe to be rehomed. So the quickest anything would be rehomed would be seven days. But we've got dogs in here at this centre that have been here for 18 months because we can't do anything with them. They're not been signed over to us by the owner and they've not been in court for the court to ban them yet. So technically, we're just holding them on behalf of the court, so we, they'll sit here until the court case has been done and concluded. I was thinking about getting a kitten, but I think I'm too spontaneous. My my lifestyle, I'm always I'm always partying and going away for the weekend, so I don't think it'd be fair to have a cat because it'd always be on its own. Although the SSPCA can rescue the animals, it is important that they get out of the centre and get a second chance at life. They're happier when they get a new home, I've got to be honest about that. Here, they've got safety, they'll get vet treatment, they'll get proper food, but the ultimate aim for any animal that you take in here is to find a new loving home somewhere in Scotland.
It is important that people are made aware of the abuse that goes on around them so that they can help to abolish animal cruelty completely. So it's to get people to understand that just because somebody kicks a dog doesn't mean that, well, that's okay. So you've got the things like the neglect. A lot of these people do need help. And then you get some of the more barbaric and intentional acts of cruelty where these people are just nothing short of criminals and we need to close to deal with them seriously. When an animal is rescued from a cruel situation, they will get the love and nurturing that they deserve and require to make a full recovery. It can take a long time to build back up trust in an animal. It depends on what's happened to it. If it comes in just a, a racky bones because it's not been fed, they're, they're easy to turn around because all they want is food. And they do that, they start feeling better. And that's when an animal's temperament can change because some of the ones we get in here are so malnourished that they can hardly stand. And then two weeks later, once you've been feeding them properly, they can be quite aggressive because they're waiting for food to run out again. So anytime they see food, they can be very aggressive to try and protect the food. So that can be a problem. But when you get something that's been badly beaten by a person, that can take a long, long time to build its trust. And we do get dogs in here every year that just hate men. And you've got other ones that hate women. They'll go to any guy or they'll go to any woman but no other sex. And you can draw your own conclusion, was it a man that hit it, was it a woman that hit it? So they've got a great sense of justice, so to speak, the, the animals that come into their care. So no, we try and turn them around as quick as we can, but it, it can take a long, long time. All of the music used in this podcast belongs to Kevin McLeod and is royalty free. Sound effects were found online and the narration was done by myself, Nikki Dowie. Thank you to Mike Flynn of the SSPCA for giving us an insight into animal cruelty and to Thomas and Duncan Fox for their views on the issue. Thank you for listening.